0: and intellectuals of this time. The innovative minds. The intelligentsia. Those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence, escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps. Where are these engaging people? The risk-takers. The revolutionaries. Those living apart from this big unrest. Those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption.
1: Welcome to the
0: Bohemian Beat. Where we will journey beyond the horizon and find the artist living on the edge going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re-emerged with art that is challenging, original, and brutal. You have tuned into to The Bohemian Beat. I'm ready with you for another hour of poetic entertainment. But first, let's ease in with some Music
2: My old friend, I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its scenes while I was sleeping
0: A cover of Simon and Garfunkel's hit The Sound of Silence, performed by the heavy metal band Disturbed. Today we will start with a listener request. Julie, this one is for you. Julie requested T.S. Eliot's poem Rhapsody on a Windy Night. T.S. Eliot, who lived between 1888 and 1965, helped to reshape modern literature with his poetry and critical works. The poem, Rhapsody on a Windy Night, explores a function of memory and time, and also the isolation of the individual in a worn-out society in which no one communicates. The poem was written in 1917, shortly after World War I, and due to the destruction in urban society in Europe, fear was predominant at the time as people began to think God had died. And for many, this loss in faith Cause the world to become meaningless.
3: Rhapsody on a windy night. Twelve o'clock. Along the reaches of the street, held in a lunar synthesis, whispering lunar incantations dissolve the floors of memory, and all its clear relations, its divisions and precisions. Every street lamp that I pass beats like a fatalistic drum, and through the spaces of the dark, midnight shakes the memory as a madman shakes a dead geranium. Half past one, the street lamp sputtered. The street lamp muttered. The street lamp said, regard that woman who hesitates towards you in the light of the door, which opens on her like a grin. You see the border of her dress is torn and stained with sand, and you see the corner of her eye twists like a crooked pin. The memory throws up high and dry a crowd of twisted things, a twisted branch upon the beach, eaten smooth and polished as if the world gave up the secret of its skeleton, stiff and white, a broken spring in a factory yard, rust that clings to the form that the strength has left, hard and curled and ready to snap. Half past two, the street lamp said, Remark the cat which flattens itself in the gutter, slips out its tongue and devours a morsel of rancid butter. So the hand of a child, automatic, slipped out and pocketed a toy that was running along the quay. I could see nothing behind that child's eye. I have seen eyes in the street, trying to peer through lighted shutters and a crab one afternoon in a pool, an old crab with barnacles on his back. "'gripped the end of a stick which I held him. "'Half-past three, the lamp sputtered. "'The lamp muttered in the dark. "'The lamp hummed, regard the moon. "'La lune ne garde aucune rancune. "'She winks a feeble eye. "'She smiles into corners. "'She smooths the hair of the grass. "'The moon has lost her memory. A washed-out smallpox cracks her face.' Her hand twists a paper rose that smells of dust and old cologne. She is alone, with all the old nocturnal smells that cross and cross across her brain. The reminiscence comes of sunless dry geraniums and dust in crevices, smells of chestnuts in the streets, and female smells in shuttered rooms, and cigarettes in corridors, and cocktail smells in bars. The lamp said Four o'clock Here is the number on the door Memory You have the key The little lamp spreads a ring on the stair Mount The bed is open The toothbrush hangs on the wall Put your shoes at the door Sleep Prepare for life The last twist of the knife.
4: Dear
0: Since 2007, across a community radio network, we just heard Margarita Perry with The Clock. And before that, Morgan Freeman reading a poem by modernist poet T.S. Eliot called Rhapsody on a Windy Night. Modernist poetry refers to poetry written between 1890 and 1950, mainly in Europe and North America, in the tradition of modernist literature. Modernism emerged with its insistent breaks with the immediate past, its different inventions making it new, with elements from cultures remote in time and space. The questions of impersonality and objectivity are crucial to modernist poetry. It was essential to move away from the merely personal towards an intellectual statement that poetry could make about the world several important modernist poets emerged in the United States, including Wallace Stevens, whose philosophical poems explore the relation of imagination to reality. Wallace Stevens lived between 1879 and 1955. He wrote his poetry while also working as a lawyer and later insurance executive. Stevens' major theme is a relationship between the mind and physical reality. In his view, people constantly face the disorder of the world and the certainty of their own death. They are rescued from this potentially tragic situation by the use of imagination. Imagination can give meaning to the confusion of reality and can also discover beauty in nature and joy in the face of death. The following piece is Wallace Stevens reading his poem, Not Ideas About the Thing, but the thing itself.
5: Not ideas about the thing, but the thing itself. At the earliest ending of winter, in March, a scrawny cry from outside seemed like a sound in his mind. He knew that he heard it, a bird's cry at daylight or before. In the early March wind. The sun was rising at six, no longer a battered panache above snow. It would have been outside. It was not from the vast ventriloquism of sleep's faded papier mache. The sun was coming from outside, that scrawny cry. It was a chorister whose sea preceded the choir. It was part of the colossal sun, surrounded by its choral rings still far away. It was like a new knowledge of reality.
6: Everybody else I walk through the peaceful mellow Don't look so disappointed It isn't what you're looking for It isn't There's a party
0: And before that, modernist poet Wallace Stevens reading, Not ideas about the thing, but the thing itself. Modernism began to lose its hold after World War II, as poets from the emerging Beat movement stood in opposition to the clean, almost antiseptic formalism of the early 20th century modernists. In the world of literature and art, the beat generation fashioned a literature that was more bold, straightforward and expressive than anything that had come before. Underground music styles like jazz were especially evocative for beat writers while threatening and sinister to the establishment. American beat poet Gregory Corso, who lived between 1930 and 2001, was a key member of the beat movement a movement credited with sparking much of the social and political change that transformed the United States in the 1960s. This next piece is Corso reading his poem, Many Have Fallen.
7: I tried, I tried on that one poem uh, to get all the subjects that poets usually write about on one page. All right, this is a, um, this is a serious, I think serious, yeah, serious. It's called Many Have Fallen. Uh, for John Wayne and his sad cohorts of bomb watchers and innocent bystanders. How can you accept bombs from so an unreliable source, a source who wears both belt and suspenders at the same time, not able to trust its own trousers? In 1958 in London, while watching a band of bomb march, I took to prophecy the heaviest kind, Dumb Doomsday. I announced it in a frolicky poem called Bomb. I foresaw that in the hearts of men to come, more bombs shall be born, and that into our lives a bomb shall fall. Well, 20 years later, not one, but 86 bombs, -bombs, A-bombs, H-bombs, N-bombs, have fallen. The United States of America in the 40s, 50s, and early 60s bombed itself 86 times. It bombed its Utah, its New Mexico, its Nevada, and unshelling clouds brought devastating showers to all surrounding states the populace, the big generals, the big John Wayne, and his sad cohorts of watchers, all were plugged by the slow slugs of radiation. Yet all survived until two decades later when the dead finally died. Yeah, they they went out 20 years later.
8: a little piece of time oh lord don't drop that atomic
0: beat, and that was Greg Cohen, Chuck Level, Keith Richards, Charlie Watts, and Beau with Oh Lord, Don't Let Them Drop That Atomic Bomb On Me, and before that beat poet Gregory Corso reading his poem, Many Have Fallen. Australian beat poet David Allen and founder of the cult group Gong never shied away from serious topics. This musical legend, David Allen, who lived between 1938 and 2015, started out as one of the original Aussie beat poets, embracing jazz and free-form poetic expression, transcending the beats and moving into the age of psychedelic jazz, space rock, through bands like Gong and Soft Machine. An innovative artist who was at the forefront of the civil disobedience movement. This next piece is David Allen performing his piece, Wargasm. Hey, you kids of the
8: future. Look, it's love this planet or get lost. Cause if the Glastonbury madness don't get you, well, a magic mushroom cloud rush must. Gonna be pop goes the Pentagon and broken glass nos too late anyhow. Cause when that maniac pushes the button, Apocalypse is now. Yeah, Apocalypse is now. And then it's gonna be good night, ladies, and Good night, priests, and good night nuns, and good night Protestant petrol bombs, and good night mullahs and Ayatollahs and rabbis with their eyes on petrol dollars. The holy wars are over, over, and it's gonna be good night, good. Catholic captains of industry and it's going to be good night sinister ministers of defense. So who's got the five star shelter? Now tell me just who's got that five star shelter? And it's going to be good night our leaders who aren't in media. You're telling us how much we're needing you. So Lead us the way to the shelters, yeah! Lead us the way to the shelters! Hurry up, please, it's time! Hurry up, please, it's time! It's gonna be good night, old sugar daddy, chocolate cowboy of Capitol Hill! It's gonna be good night, steam iron lady, with the rusty armpits of Upper and Downing Street! It's gonna be good night, Mr. No! No! No, no Yitzhak, Yitzhak, no Yitzhak Shamir. That's it's gonna be good night, Mr. Yes, 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 Sir yes, Arafat. And it's gonna be a great big sloppy good night, Kissinger, for Mr. Schultz. Okay, and let's have a, a great big hand, everybody, for General Flash of the United Hell UC Nations. Thank you. Hurry up, please. Hurry up, please. It's time. And it's bye bye, Lady Liberty. And it's bye bye, People's Palace. And it's bye bye, Red Square. And it's bye bye, Broadway. And it's bye bye, Gay And it's London Bridges melted down, melted down, melted down. And it's i belong to glasgow dear old glasgow town but there's something there matter with glasgow because it's disappeared under the ground and it's good night good night old soldier good night old soldier drunk on memories and it's god save their gracious queen they say because God knows, old soldiers love wars. Their eyes have seen the glory. Just like the good old days when war was real war. Ha <laughs> no, they don't make wars like that anymore. But who cares anyway? Good Protestants never protest. Good Anglicans have always got an angle. Hey! They just want to mow down the demonstrators. They just want to turn the hoses on the whole peace generation. Just want to send the SAS and SOS. They just want to clean up them hippies and convoys and troublemakers. Call up at Rena Cuddy. Onward, Christian soldiers. Onward, Christian soldiers. marching as to war. Christian soldiers, to war, yeah. And then, what have we got in the future? It's, hi there, new world. G'day, lucky country, good old Australia. Tell us what you see. The old country's just got blown away. They can watch it on TV. Stick another shrimp on the barbie now, mate. okay okay now all you old new romantic rainbow madnesses let us pay hashish to ashes lust to dust if the glastonbury madness don't get you well the magic mushroom cloud must and it's night, old sad world But it's good day, you and me Because when the D-Day DJ flips the switch We'd better know where to be Yeah, we'd better know where to be Because we're, we're gonna know where to be Because we're gonna have to know
0: David Allen with Wargasm. Central elements of beat culture are rejection of standard narrative values, the spiritual quest, exploration of American and Eastern religions, rejection of materialism, explicit portrayals of the human condition, experimentation with psychedelic drugs, and sexual liberation and exploration. Female beat writers explored feminism and their growing emancipation from rigid traditional structures. These pioneers were considered the feminist before the word was coined. Beat writer Diane De Primer, born in Brooklyn in 1934, wrote poetry from an early age, and along with other beat poets, including Gregory Corso, has insisted that there were female beats, but that it was more difficult for women to get away with a bohemian existence in that era. This is Diane de Prima reading her poem, Ave. This
1: is a poem called Ave, Ave like an Ave Maria. It's kind of a poem to all the street women in the world. Sense of myself as a stray woman with baby wandering over globe, kind of poem. Oh, lost moon sisters, crescent in hair. Sea underfoot, do you wander? In blue veil, in green leaf, in tattered shawl, do you wander? With gold leaf skin, with flaming hair, do you wander? On Avenue A, on Bleecker Street, do you wander? On Rampart Street, on Fillmore Street, do you wander? With flower wreath, with jeweled breath, do you wander? Footprints shining mother of pearl behind you, Moonstone eyes in which the crescent moon, with gloves, with hat, in rags, in fur, in beads, under the waning moon, hair streaming in black rain, wailing with stray dogs, hissing in doorways, shadows you are that fall on the crossroads, highways. Jaywalking, do you wander? Spitting, do you wander? Mumbling and crying, do you wander? Aged and talking to yourselves, with roving eyes, do you wander? Hot for quick love, do you wander? Weeping, you're dead. Naked, you walk. Swathed in long robes, you walk. Swaddled in death shroud, you walk. Backwards, you walk. Hungry, hungry, hungry. Shrieking, I hear you. Cursing, I hear you. Praying, I hear you. You lie with the unicorn. You lie with the cobra. You lie in the dry grass. You lie with the Yeti. You flick long cocks of satyrs with your tongue. You are armed. You drive chariots. You tower above me. You are small. You cower on hillsides out of the winds. Pregnant, you wander. Barefoot, you wander. Battered by drunk men, you wander. You kill on steel tables. You birth in black beds. Fetus you tore out stiffens in snow. It rises like new moon. You moan in your sleep. Digging for yams, you wander. Looking for dope, you wander. Playing with birds, you wander. Chipping at stone, you wander. Long night seeking you. I climb the sea crest, seeking you. I lie on the prairie, batter at stone gates, calling your names. You are coral. You are lapis and turquoise. Your brain curls like shell. You dance on hills. Hard substance woman, you whirl. You dance on subways. You sprawl in tenements. Children lick at your tits. You are the hills, the shape and color of mesa. You are the tent, the lodge of skins, the hogan, the buffalo robes, the quilt, the knitted afghan. You are the cauldron and the evening star. You rise over the sea. You ride the dark. I move within you, light the evening fire. I dip my hand in you and eat your flesh. You are my mirror image and my sister. You disappear like smoke on misty hills. You lead me through dream forest on horseback. Large gypsy mother, I lean my head on your back. I am you, and I must become you. I have been you, and I must become you. I am always you, I must become you. Aya, aya, ah. Ayah, ayah, ah, ah. Mayama, Mayama. Om, Star Mother, Ma, Om. Mayama. 아...
0: Mum with the Kali mantra, and before that, beat poet Diane De Prima reading her poem Ave. This is a bohemian beat, a show about poetry. No beat generation novelist received more attention and prestige than Jack Kerouac. He, however, was never happy with the position that he attained as the de facto spokesperson for his generation he was reportedly quite shy. His single greatest success was On the Road, a philosophical travel narrative which blends stream of consciousness, drug visions and profound observations into a generational statement that resonates to this day. This next poem by Jack Kerouac is called The Sounds of the Universe.
9: the Mill Valley trees, the pines with green mint look, and there's a tangled eucalyptus hulk stick fallen through the late sunlight tangle of those needles, hanging from it like a live wire connecting it to the ground. Just below, the notches where little Fred sought to fell the sad pine, not bleeding much, just a lot of crystal sap the ants are mining in, motionless like cows on the grass, and so they must be aphids, Percolating up the steam, the store provender in their bottomless bellies that, for all I know, are bigger than the bellies of the universe beyond. The little tragic, windy cottages on the high, last city ward hill, and today roosting in sun hot dream above the tree head of seas and meadow patch, whilst tee, kee kee pearl, the birdies and mommums mark and ululate moodily in this valley of peaceful firewood in stacks that make you think of Oregon in the morning in 1928 when Back was home on the Range Lake and his hunting knife threw away and went to sit among the Ponderosa Pines to think about love his girl's bare bodice like a fennel seed the navel in her milk bun Shorty McGonagall and Roger Nulty held up the Boston bank and murdered a girl in these old woods and next you saw the steely green iron photograph and true detective Showing black blotches in the black blotch Running culvert by the dirty roadside Not Oregon at all Or Jim back so happy with his mouth A blade of grass depending Hummingbird hums hello Bugs race and swoop Two ants hurry to catch up with lonely Joe The tree above me is like a woman's thigh Smooth eucalyptus bumps and muscle swells. I would I were a weed a week would leave. Why was the rat mixed up in the sun? Because Bodhidharma came from the west with dark eyebrows, and China had a mountain wall, and mists get lost above the Yangtze Gorge, and this is a mysterious yak the bird makes, yik. wauf, wow, wow what, sings the dog, blood, blood below the homestead deer. Red robins with saffron scarlet or orange-rudd breasts make a racket, in the dry-dead car crashed tree Neil mentioned. He went off the road into eucalyptus, and it's all busting out, indicating the prune blossoms. And Bodhidharma came from the India West to seek converts to his wall-gazing. Ended up with Zen magic monks mopping each other And one and all and other in mud koan puddles to prove the crystal void. Wow.
0: (laughs) Jack Kerouac with the sounds of the universe. It was Kerouac who coined the term Beat Generation, and the name stuck. Gregory Corso says... Beat means to have all the blather knocked out of you by experience, suddenly seeing things as they are. Beat doesn't mean a broken spirit, on the contrary, it's scourged of external blather. William Burroughs was another original beat writer, though slightly older and more experienced than his contemporaries. Burroughs was found unfit to serve in the army during World War II and spent several years wandering and doing odd jobs. This is Burroughs reading his piece Twilight's Last Gleamings, written in 1938, and is widely thought to be his first attempt at fiction. The villain of the piece, Dr. Benway, was to play a pivotal role in his novel Naked Lunch. Uh,
10: This text, written in collaboration with Kells Elvins in 1938, commemorates the first appearance of Dr. Benway. It's called uh A Twilight's Last Gleamings. Yes, <clears> yes, <throat> America, off Jersey coast. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no cause for alarm. We have a minor problem in the boiler room, but everything is now under uh, sound effects of a nuclear blast. Explosion splits the boat. Dr. Benway-Ship's doctor drunkenly added two inches to a four-inch incision with one stroke of his scalpel. Perhaps the appendix is already out, doctor, the nurse said, peering dubiously over his shoulder. I saw a little scar. The appendix already out. I'm taking the appendix out. What do you think I'm doing here? Perhaps the appendix is on the left side, doctor. That happens sometimes, you know. Stop breathing down my neck, I'm coming to that. Don't you think I know where an appendix is? I studied appendectomy in 1904 at Harvard. He lifts the abdominal wall and searches along the incision, dropping ashes from his cigarette. (laughs) <laughs> Get me a new scapel This one's got no edge to it <clears throat> He thrusts a red fist at her The doctor reels back and flattens against the wall A bloody scalpel clutched in one hand The patient slides off the operating table Spilling intestines across the floor Dr. Benway sweeps instruments, cocaine, and morphine into his satchel. (laughs) Sower up. I can't be expected to work under such conditions. (laughs) (laughs) By the dawn's early light, Dr. Benway pushed through a crowd at the rail and boarded the first light. Are y'all all all right, he said, seating himself among the women. I'm the doctor. Thank you. (laughs)
0: Back Beck with Clock, and before that, William Burroughs reading Twilight's Last Gleamings. The beat generation faded from view as quickly as it appeared. Quickly stepping into the void were the beatniks. Despite the similar-sounding names, the beatniks had very little in common with the beats. Instead of a movement and an ideology, the beatniks represented little more than a fashion – The hippie movement of the 1960s also owes a great debt to the Beats, though probably the Beats would not be quick to own that claim. The counterculture hippies generally lacked the intellectual backing that the Beats earned in the 1940s. In order to rebel and change a system, one must have some knowledge of the inner workings of that system. The Beat generation were more educated and sophisticated than they seemed at first glance. Their artistic rebellion was calculated and informed with an understanding of what came before them. Well, we will have to leave it on that note, for the hour is drawing to a close. I hope you've enjoyed the show today. I will be back next week. Same beat time, same bohemian frequency. And check out the website, thebohemianbeat.com, for podcasts and for more information. We will end with a track by Headless Chickens called Mr Moon. Thank you for joining me on the Bohemian Beat. I'm Riddy.
3: A while and have another drink You can tell me how the new will rise how the old will sink Open my
6: eyes and make me wise Don't fall from the sky just yet Cause it won't be long Enough to make me strong Mr. still you walk upon Love yeah. yeah. You're a star But who cares what the people think Don't leave me alone tonight Cause I need so much To feel your golden touch It's the moon you walk upon the water